We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily, Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster. Jad, you promised us, and we'll get this a little later, his favorite Christmas song today. We're waiting and dripping with anticipation to hear what Jad's favorite Christmas song is. Uh, Jad's running down Brian Haney now. We'll get that uh, in just a few minutes and talk a little KU. Uh, Tommy, we give us a real quick rundown here. We can pivot away from this quickly on the kicker drama right now in Kansas City. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, of course, we've known that Harrison Butker has uh, struggled this season a little bit. You know, he missed that game-winning field goal uh, on Sunday against the Texans, missed an extra point. Uh, He's been injured since, like, week one and been working his way back from that injury, missed a couple of games, and we know about the, uh, the signings that Kansas City had to try to bring in other kickers. Well, former Chiefs punter Dustin Colquitt, of course, Colquitt played with the Chiefs for a long time, uh, basically said that the issue is not with Butker. It's with Tommy Townsend, who's the punter, and he's not holding the ball well for Harrison Butker. And so apparently there's been a war of words going on with Dustin Colquitt going on the radio talking about all of that. Uh, There's more to the story that I know we'll get to later. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to the kicker drama. As promised now, the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haiti, joining us. And we are one week, Brian, away from the Liberty Bowl. Um, we are one game away from the start of conference basketball season in the Big 12. You've got to make a pick here. We're putting you on the spot. Are you more excited for the start of Big 12 basketball, or are you more excited for the Liberty Bowl? Oh, that's an easy one. Definitely more excited for the Liberty Bowl just because it's been 14 years for Kansas to be in the postseason and a big opportunity to finish with a winning record for the first time since 2008. So, Obviously very excited about Big 12 Conference play again. I think the Jayhawks have a great chance to win a 17th Big 12 title in 20 years under Bill Self. And not that we take those for granted at all, but you know, that's that's a general optimism, enthusiasm, and excitement we have every year. The football opportunity is one that obviously has been few and far between. There's probably folks listening right now that weren't alive the last time the Jayhawks were in a bowl game. So we're very excited about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, and uh, we'll be leaving on Christmas Day to head to Memphis and uh, going to try to, to try test out the barbecue. Last time I was there, I had rendezvous barbecue. I didn't think it came close to Kansas City barbecue, but we'll see. Maybe they can bring it stronger this time. But I think that's what's at the forefront of my mind right now is Memphis and uh, trying to get Lance Leipold's team to finish at 7-6. and six. Well, let's dial in on that Liberty Bowl a little bit, Brian. The preparations are 
underway for sure. And of course, the extra practice time that Kansas football gets to prepare for the Liberty Bowl. Uh, I saw the I think the first released depth chart for the Liberty Bowl came out yesterday, I believe. Uh, what What's your indication on where things stand with this program moving forward as they're preparing for the Liberty Bowl? Well, I think Kansas is much more whole than Arkansas. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what the final starting lineups look like on both sides. We've talked about this on previous reports that so often in this modern-day age of bowl games, it really comes down to who wants to be there more and who is closest to whole. And in the case of, of this Arkansas team, whether it's NFL draft entry, transfer portal, or injury, there's a lot of guys on both sides of the ball that will likely be sitting this one out. That's not to downplay the caliber of the opponent at all. It's an SEC school that was ranked as high as number 10 after a 3-0 and start. But, uh, you know, for Kansas, I think we're, we're looking about as healthy as we could possibly be right now. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they have the full complement of running backs that they're hopeful to have back. But uh, other than that, I mean, most positions are as healthy as we've been since September when this club raced out to the 5-0 and start. And in KU's case, while certainly, you know, you're, you're going to have a, a guy or two miss the game, it's not anything close to, to what you're seeing around the rest of college football. And part of that is the culture. Part of that is the fact that it's the first bowl game for all of these guys. I mean, that, there's just an excitement to, to do something special here, something historic that has our guys bought in, fired up, going to come out with their hair on fire. And, and I think that's very different than what you see from some of the other teams that, that are playing in the postseason for the third or fourth straight year and some of their seniors' cases. They've been there before. They've done that. Kansas, this is special. You know, and so whether it's the, the player enthusiasm and motivation, whether it's the creativity of the play calling, I think the Jayhawks are going to go for broke uh, on the 28th and just throw it all out there. And can't wait to see what that looks like because I've seen it time and time again where the supposed underdog winds up winning in December because they wanted it more and, and they had more of their regular guys. And I think that's going to be the case with Kansas here on the 28th. It's a, it's an interesting time. I, I don't know how privy you've been to the progress being made in the extra practice time. Are you able to get any vibe for how beneficial you think that might be uh, to this team in what it could be after this season? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's the big key is what it could be after this season. Certainly it helps you get ready for Arkansas, but uh, more than anything, I, I think what's going to make this team great versus Arkansas is just you know being a full month healthier of not, you know, sustaining any additional injuries and, and, and that kind of thing. But Lance Lightpool talked about it and his staff has talked about it. I think Andy Kotelnik, he was breaking it down on Monday, talking about incrementally building, you know, additional practices, the 14 or 15 additional practices you get in this month of December by being a bowl team makes you 14 or 15 practices better when you head into the spring and you stack those great days on top of one another you stack those months on top of one another and he said it makes us you know so much further ahead than where we would have been heading into the preseason and then if you start to become a program that sustains that and gets that every year you're stacking those additional months on top of one another so that by the time a guy like Jalen Daniels is playing in his senior season he's had multiple additional Decembers that, that put him in position to be even better. Um, you know, same is true with anybody who's, who's you know, still got a couple of years left. And so that's the idea. That's the goal. And it's just a night and day different contrast from where this club was at, um, you know, coming out of the pandemic when we didn't even get spring 
football based on when we'd scheduled it and, and many other programs did. Not only did we have 15 fewer practices with no bowl game, we had 15 fewer practices in the spring and, and Kansas was already operating as the 10th rung on the Big 12 ladder. Now you're starting to make some headway and you're starting to get more time invested with these guys uh, having quality days of good footballs as Andy Kotelnicki phrased it stacked on top of one another and so yeah sure it'll help versus Arkansas but it's more of a big picture thing and and a big you know program building type trajectory that you talk about with these additional months when you get to go to bowl games in in, in multiple years so that's what Kansas is setting out to do and hopefully uh, you know we'll see a lot of dividends paid on all this additional time they got this month. What's that like for you, Brian? You know, we're, we're four days away from Christmas and we're talking about Kansas football in a positive way where they're playing in a bowl game. Uh, we know that we've got Lance Leipold locked up for a long time. And then, of course, National Signing Day today and uh, the different you know commits coming in and signing their letter of intent to join Kansas football. And it seems like things are running incredibly smoothly right now. What does that feel like for you to be in that position right now as we're only a couple of days away from Christmas? Man, it's it's kind of surreal in some ways. I mean, my first six years, we were just trying to be competitive and, and have a win or two. And, and now you're talking about a program that's that's had so much success in a short window and they're trying to reap a harvest in recruiting that sustains that success and propels it even farther. You're talking about a athletic department that's that's doing a stadium overhaul and facilities overhaul and football starting next month that is going to keep our trajectory pointed upward and onward in all aspects of what they're building in recruiting in facilities in fundraising on the field in coaching continuity in, in culture and leadership i mean everything right now has an upward arrow pointed next to it and uh you know, it's just night and day stark contrast of what it was you know my first six years so it's pretty surreal to be talking about going bowling and and uh some of the guys they were able to land on signing day and we won't get into specifics today maybe on a future report we can do about that but uh it's, it's definitely exciting you know to see not just what we've enjoyed the last four months but how sustainable it looks to be over the long haul now that you have locked up Coach Leipold and his his top assistant and Andy Kotelnicki, you've you've seen these guys commit to Kansas football long term, and so unlike some previous you know, flashes in the pan here or there, this looks more sustainable than it's ever been, and that's maybe the most exciting part. All right, let's switch to basketball now. Uh, KU is looking well, fantastic at this point. Um, I think they answered a lot of questions in the Indiana game. They played one of, if not the best big in the country, certainly in the conversation, and they handled themselves well, even though he played relatively well. As we look back at this, I, I think that KU absolutely is in a position to repeat. They, you know, you couldn't really ask for a better start to the season, all things considered, when they had so many players to replace. This, this is a good feeling headed into now the meat and potatoes of the schedule as we turn the calendar. Yeah, it really is. I think uh, Jeff Goodman, one of the, the more uh, well-renowned national writers, tweeted the other day uh, during the Indiana game, okay, I'm convinced this team can repeat. And I think we were all kind of having that feeling watching the Jayhawks just dismantle Indiana. And they had a key injury to, to their, their number two score, but Kansas was already off to the race as well before that, and maybe that makes a 22-point Kansas win more like a 14-point Kansas win. 
You know, so it, it was just a, a total domination in so many regards. We saw Kansas have a team high, season high, 17 steals. And so many times with these live ball turnovers, they were turning defense into offense almost immediately on the other end. And so you see an aggressive attacking Kansas team. You see a defensively um, assignment sound and, and, and very stout team. They've got two elite-level defenders that are like national defender player of the year caliber in Kevin McCuller and Dewan Harris. And then, you know, those couple of guys, as Bill Self has described this week, both on Hawk Talk and at his press conference, they can raise the tide of all ships by, by smoothing over some rough edges with the other three players on the floor, just in the way they have a feel for the game and some of the things they do instinctively, defensively. But then you see guys like Wichita's proudest son, Grady Dick, uh, really stepping up his game defensively. He made one brilliant play right in front of us in our broadcast location on the opposite side of the Kansas bench the other day where he showed some of the strongest hands possible in, in reaching out the passing lane, stealing and, and pulling in a ball all in one motion uh, to get a hand out on a deflection. But then even though he didn't have a good angle, somehow pulls it in and he's right down the left sideline into the rim for two just like that, and one of five steals, a career high on the day. Bill Self talked about how in, in six weeks' time, he's improved leaps and bounds defensively, and that when Grady came here, both Grady and Coach Self didn't want him to leave here just being known as a shooter. Now, he might be remembered as one of the greatest shooters in the modern era, one of the greatest shooters Kansas has ever had, but Bill Self wanted him to be thought of more as a player, and that means both ends of the floor and not just being competent, but being tough on the defensive end. And he's getting there. And we talked about that back in October. And I told you, you know, that there'll be a maturation process that has to happen with here, with him here on both ends in order for him to be all he can be. So be patient. There, there might be an occasional growing pain here or there. But, but, man, we've seen this kid buy in. Take hard coaching. Be stronger. Be better for it. I, I can't say enough good things about his attitude as a guy that came in pretty accomplished and 100,000 Instagram followers. He's kind of a big deal, as Ron Burgundy would say. And, and yet he's so humble and willing to be coached hard because he knows that with a guy like Bill Self, whether he's got a chance to work with him for one year or two, that, that's a Hall of Famer that's going to lead Grady much better than he found him if Grady's willing you know, to be moldable and coachable and listen and, and receive constructive criticism and, and come back tougher for it. And he's done that. And, and obviously, we're just at the tip of the iceberg right now. We're 11 games in, so let's not put the cart before the horse. But I've seen enough in, in six weeks to, to know that, man, the sky's the limit for this kid, um, you know, as, as well as he is taking that instructional advice and coaching. And still plenty of areas to ascend within his game. But the fact that he didn't come in thinking he had everything figured out and the fact that he was willing to work on some areas where he could improve vastly just shows a lot about the potential of this kid and, and, and how he's fired and how as good as he is now, he could be twice as good as that before he leaves. And that's really, really exciting. Brian, I love getting your takes uh, week to week on the development of the bigs for this team. KJ Adams, super athletic, played really well against Indiana. And then Zuby Ejiofor getting more minutes off the bench. Uh, he, I think he had 12 minutes off the bench and eight points in that game uh, against the Hoosiers. Where do you stand right now on where these bigs are developing and, and how that's all looking for the rotation for the Jayhawks? It's funny, you know, you like to ask week to week, and I ask Bill week to week, and sometimes he looks at me like, well, we just talked about it five days ago. 
But the truth of the matter is, like, it really is changing every three or four days in terms of how how tiny the margin is between these guys and, and the pecking order. Like, if you can imagine, like, a, a racetrack, whether it's dogs or, or horses, you know, K.J. Adams has the inside pole position, right? And he and he's a little bit out in front. But the guys, you know, rounding the, the turns next to him, uh, with each leg of the race, you know, it's, it's Zuby by a nose uh, ahead of Ernest. And then, you know, here comes Zach and Cam, not to be forgotten. And one week, Zuby's in front of Ernest. And the next week, it's, it's Ernest slightly ahead of Zuby. But last week, Zuby was really good in practice. And Coach told us throughout the week, including when we were in Wichita a week ago, talking with fans there at the Marriott at our Wichita round ball lunch. And he said, hey, you know, right now, Zuby's, Zuby's the, the, the guy this week. I don't want to say flavor of the week or anything like that, but he, he, was, he was the hot hand. And so he got the, the bulk of the minutes behind KJ versus Indiana, and he showed his athleticism. And that's part of why Self loved him in that matchup. They needed that kind of motor and athleticism and length versus a guy like Trace Jackson Davis. And, and he certainly showed out with a four-for-five line, had a big block as well, did some really nice things. But in talking to Coach just last night, he said, man, it is razor thin between all these guys. And he's not willing to, to truly say that one's fully head of another. But he looks at Ernest and Zuby as kind of a, uh, a hedge your bet. We got two guys, we need one to emerge. And that's not to say whoever doesn't is, is lost for the rest of the year. But they want to start tightening up this rotation a little bit when they get into mid-January. And so he'd really like to see some separation there. And they really are that close. So KJ is the clear, you know, big man starter right now. But there's going to be matchups like Jackson Davis, where you need a little more size, a little more length, and that's where he really hopes the maturation process of Zuby and Ernest comes a little bit quicker. Um, I, I think they're, they're both kind of improving at their own pace. And like I say, in, in this, you know, tortoise versus the hare long long race, there's going to be moments where. You know, one surges ahead of the other, and progress for the guy behind seems a little bit slower. But, I mean, you look back to Duke and what was it, four blocks Ernest had. There have been different moments where we've seen the, the best of what each of them has to offer with their respective skill sets. Uh, we just have to, to sit back and, and hope, you know, one of these two guys becomes more consistent because that's really what it's going to be. Consistency, don't make mistakes, be assignment sound, be where you're supposed to be. Uh, and, and if you do that and, and self, you know, eventually develops trust, then one of those guys is going to emerge and he's going to play pretty steady minutes. And, and self, without quoting Meet the Fockers, was basically talking about the circle of trust last night on Hawk Talk and how whether it's the two freshman big or MJ Rice, they just need to, to get to a point where they've entered his circle of trust. And, and it's going to take time. But I think he knows for this team to truly be a national title defender and repeater and all that, it's going to have to be one of those two bigs emerging and MJ both. They didn't necessarily you know, need MJ versus Indiana, but if you're going to win six in a row in March and April, you're going to need that guy at some point. And so those are the big three right now that need to enter the circle of trust. But everybody already on the inside – Man, they look good. And this team absolutely looks like it could beat anybody right now in what is kind of a wide-open year in men's college basketball.
it does feel wide open, and it's going to sort itself out even if it's just in the Big 12. There are some projections already with nine Big 12 teams making the tournament, which is just wild. Uh, Brian, we appreciate it. Thank you for the visit again. Next time we talk, it'll be, uh, man, it'll be Liberty Bowl time, literally. Yeah, I can't wait for that, fellas. Do we, do we get to talk next week? Some of these shows shut it down for the holidays. Are you guys going to be rocking and rolling? We will be good to go. Yeah, on Wednesday we'll be good to go. So we'd love to chat right on the okay. right on the, uh, on the the countdown to the game. I'll call you from Beale Street. That sounds good. Uh, looking forward yeah. to it. Thank you, guys. And uh, happy holidays to you and yours. Happy holidays to my friends at the Mattress Hub. Ryan Beatty, former KU baseball player, now he's local politician and entrepreneur, just uh, such a rock star of a human being. He started this company over a decade ago, and uh, they're better than ever right now. The customer service, the selection, the prices, they can't be beat at the mattress. So check them out today. I bought the, uh, the purple mattress way back in the spring, and my neck and back has never felt better as a result. But whether it's a Tempur-Pedic, a Sealy, or a different kind of mattress that you've got your eye on, They've got the best prices and selections. Check out the Mattress Hub today. Guys, thanks so much, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. We'll talk to you next week from Memphis. Sounds great. There goes Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. We're going to take a quick break, wrap up hour number one of Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.